My walk with Farrakhan I bear witness to the man and his works Believe that my walk with Farrakhan Spreading life and always aiming to put his people first uh, Motivating and liberating My people with melanin want to see you thriving and educated No debating, he's a spiritual leader So make sure you tune in, trust you gotta see it Cause this is my walk with Farrakhan I bear witness to the man and his works Believe that Peace, fam. This is Brother Mustafa Abdul Muhammad with the My Walk with Farrakhan podcast, where we talk about self-improvement, becoming one with God, and finding our divine purpose. On this episode of the My Walk with Farrakhan podcast slash video, we'll be talking about a subject that I have written on in the past. I did a podcast on it in the last year, but I want to do a video and go deeper and do it as a series. So this will be part one of that subject. And that subject that I'll be speaking on for this podcast and the next couple of podcasts of why I celebrate Christ, but not Christmas. This topic originally started as an article that I wrote on Facebook um, seven or eight years ago to address misunderstandings that family, friends, or casual observers may have of why I, as an individual or as a Muslim believer, do not celebrate Christmas, when Christmas is widely believed to be the birth of Jesus. So many thought or think that by me saying that I don't celebrate Christmas, that it is some type of diss or some type of um, negative way against the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So I wrote this article seven or eight years ago, as I mentioned, just to clear that up and to make it known that I, as an individual, and secondly, I, as a Muslim, believe in Jesus, love Jesus, follow Jesus, revere Jesus, all the above. But I cannot participate in a secular holiday called Christmas, which I believe that was actually anti-Jesus, anti-Christ, and anti-God. So, in that article, I was able to clear up all of those misunderstandings, and it was well received, and a lot of people really got some insight from it, and I published it annually around the Christmas time for a couple of years just to put that understanding back out there. And um, the purpose for doing this podcast is that I want to now do a video of this message of why I celebrate Christ, not Christmas, going to more depth, break down some things, and just put on record once and for all, where does Brother Mustafa Abdul Muhammad stand on the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Where does Brother Mustafa Abdul Muhammad stand on the Christmas celebration? And where does Brother Mustafa Abdul Muhammad stand on the Christmas tree, the Christmas lights, and other type of celebratory things that is going on right now um, as we head into Christmas of 2021. We're about a week out from Christmas. It'll be next Saturday, uh, Christmas 2021. And this video and this video series is not going to be in a smart aleck kind of way. It's not going to come from a pompous, arrogant type of way or pointing fingers and all that foolishness. I'm not here to be disrespectful or uh, Scrooge or try to be a party pooper because I do understand that for many people, Christmas is a joyous time. It's a time where we come together with family, friends, 
our loved ones. We come together in merriment. We come together and eat. We come together and have family gatherings and celebrations. I get all of that. I grew up celebrating Christmas. So it was a merry time for myself growing up to be able to see my cousins that I haven't seen in a while, see family members who travel from out of town for that um, few days to celebrate Christmas with us. And, you know, it's a merry time for a lot of people. So I don't want to come across as though I'm trying to be a Scrooge and rain on your parade and uh, uh, be a party pooper and poop your party. Uh, nothing like that. But I have to tell the truth. And as I said, I did grow up celebrating Christmas um, as a child, um, part of my teenage years. And uh, once I became a Muslim believer, I didn't celebrate Christmas anymore. As I say, I celebrate Christ, not Christmas. So I celebrate Christ 365 days out of the year. I celebrate Christ by trying to walk in his footsteps, follow behind him, putting into practice his commands and keep his teachings uppermost in my mind and my heart. So yes, I, I celebrate Christ all day, every day. Ain't no debate, ain't no dispute about that. I'm going to celebrate Christ for real, for real. But I cannot get involved with Christmas as I will break down in the episodes to follow. So this is just a basic introduction to this topic and this subject of why I celebrate Christ but not Christmas. We have to keep in mind as black people that we have been ripped off and robbed of self-knowledge. We have been robbed of our culture. We have been robbed of our identity. We have been robbed of our ability to think for ourselves. And I don't believe that if we study any type of African history or our culture that black people were putting up Christmas trees in Africa or hanging lights from their homes in Africa or teaching the children in the tribe or the community that a fat white man was coming to bring gifts to Africa. That's not our culture. That's not our way. It's not until we come to America where we were robbed of our African culture, robbed of our African mind, robbed of our African identity, robbed of our African uh, way of thinking. And then the slave master, the enemy, gave us his holidays or his hella days or his traditions, his ways, his culture. And by being robbed of that, then we adopted the culture of the people who were our slave masters and our owners. But that's how we came into celebrating Christmas. It was a choice. It was forced on us. But we have to remember what the Bible says in the book of Proverbs. It says, do not envy the oppressor, nor choose any of his ways. We'll say that one more time. Do not envy the oppressor, nor choose any of his ways. See, an oppressor has wealth, has power, has influence, has greatness relative to those who are subjected under that oppressor. And the American white man and the American world, it definitely has power, prestige, influence, uh, financial 
power and all the above. So the Bible says, do not envy the oppressor because you see him in a powerful position because what is up one day can be down the next day. So don't envy the oppressor. Stick with God and God will guide you to overcome that oppressor. But the second part says, and choose not any of his ways. As black people, we have to ask ourselves, have we chosen the ways of our oppressor? Are we walking around in 2021 calling ourselves Johnson and Washington and Mr. Green and Mr. Brown and Mr. Fish and Mr. Bird? What happened to our names? What happened to Kunta Kente and Shaka Zulu and Mustafa and Muhammad and our strong African black names that identified us as a people of that continent? Have we chosen the ways of our enemies and our oppressor? Yes, we have. We have chosen their names or their names were forced on us and we have not repudiated those names. So in 2021, we still have names that link us to the plantation. We have names that link us to whatever last slave master our ancestors had before they were so-called emancipated. So those names link us to them, and those are a legacy of slavery. You know, many people say we need to quit talking about the past and get on in the present, but how can you get on in the present and stop talking about the past when your very name links you to the past? It links you to slavery. It says that somebody owned your ancestors, and you are honoring them by carrying their name around. Every time you walk around with that name, John's son. You're saying you're the son of John. You're honoring some white man named John. John's son. You're keeping his legacy around. You're perpetuating his greatness. So do not envy the oppressor nor choose any of his ways. We have chosen the diet or the food of the oppressor. I, you know about them pork chops and them hog balls and that souse meat and hog head cheese and other chitlins and other deaf things that we have adopted we have adopted the deaf style eating of our oppressor and of course that brings me to we have adopted the holidays of our oppressor as i said in our cultural home of africa and other parts where black people were great we didn't celebrate no christmas we didn't celebrate no easter we didn't celebrate no Valentine's Day. We didn't celebrate 4th of July or July. We didn't celebrate these holidays, which can be termed hella days, because we had our own culture. We had our own holidays and celebrations and commemorations. But when we come to America, we have chosen the ways of our oppressor. I mean, we could go down the list from one holiday to another, none of these holidays have a damn thing to do with black people. These are the holidays of Europeans, for Europeans, by Europeans. And we are celebrating something that has no cultural relevance or historical relevance to us. Some of us celebrate Valentine's Day. Don't you know who St. Valentine was? You know, some of us celebrate Christmas and all you know the root or the history of that celebration, which we're going to talk about on this podcast. 
We celebrate Easter and don't know about Astarte and the pagan rituals that went on in Easter. We celebrate the 4th of July and don't even take into consideration that on July 4th, 1776, black people weren't even free from slavery. We were still enslaved when they were signing the, uh, the uh, Declaration of Independence. So why would you celebrate the 4th of July when you weren't even free or made independent on July 4th, 1776? We got a lot of things to think about. And that's the only reason why I'm putting this podcast on this message of why I celebrate Christ, not Christmas, because we need some, we need to think. We need to think. And we have to keep in mind to not envy the oppressor, nor choose any of his ways. So I just want in these coming episodes to just break down all of these Christmas traditions and all of these Christmas ways that we have adopted. And it's hopeful by the end of this podcast series that next year you will not bring that tree into your home. Next year you will not teach your children lies in the name of Santa Claus. You will not teach your children the cultural traditions and ways of a people that hate their guts and are killing their people left and right, day and night. So this is a first step introduction to introduce the subject of why I celebrate Christ, but not Christmas. The Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, every Muslim believes in Jesus. You can't even be a Muslim unless you believe in Jesus. That's a tenet of our faith. But we don't worship Jesus. We don't improperly adore, put adoration on Jesus. We only adore and put adoration on God. We only worship God. We only celebrate and give our praises due to God. But we recognize Jesus as a man of God. <coughs> Excuse me. We recognize Jesus as a man of God. And the Armin's Louis Farrakhan has taught us how we can understand and come to consensus with our Christian brothers and sisters on how Jesus is the son of God, but not in the spooky, childlike way we have understood what it means to be a son of God. Being a son of God doesn't mean that God impregnates women in Palestine and now the women are walking around with God's child. No, we are spiritually the children of God, sons and daughters. And when we enter, excuse me, into a proper relationship with God, when he becomes our spiritual father, then we become his spiritual sons and spiritual daughters. We can be the son of God, the daughters of God. So that's what that means. And Elvis Louis Farrakhan has taught us to understand it all that meaning so that as Muslims and Christians, we're not arguing over the son of God doctrine. But we have to understand this. But as Muslims, we believe in Jesus. We believe his mother was a holy, righteous woman. We believe that Jesus was a holy, righteous man that stood for righteousness, stood for truth, stood for freedom, justice, and equality in his time on earth. So such a man as Jesus is worthy to be remembered. Such a man as Jesus is worthy to be celebrated and honored and held high. So if you were actually celebrating Jesus' birthday on December 25th, you wouldn't have to ask me to celebrate it. I would proudly celebrate such a man's birthday as the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ.
but we have to look at what Christmas has become or it is versus what we profess it is. On Christmas, this is a billion dollar holiday tradition that brings in billions of dollars using Jesus name as a bait and exploiting people's love for Jesus to get their dollars and their cents. So in December, we go from ho, ho, ho to in January, we're broke, broke, broke because you done maxed out your credit cards, you done borrowed money, you done got a payday loan, you done, didn't pay your light bill, so now you're, you're scared your light's going to be cut off or your light bill is high as hell in January because you done ran lights all up and down your up and down the hallway. You got lights all around your toilet. You got lights all around the house. You got lights every damn well. And you don't even know why the Christmas lights are up and about. You know, you done rob Paul. You done rob Peter to play Paul and rob Paul back to pay Peter because you got to keep up with this Christmas and this merriment and this gift giving and this broke giving. But we don't even know why. So we follow, as Jesus said, the traditions of men rejecting the commands of God. So the Christmas, what it is versus what they say it's supposed to be, is two different things. They say this is a day that's celebrating the birth of Jesus. Well, if it is a day celebrating the birth of Jesus, why is so much wickedness going on on the day called Christmas? Why do we get drunk on Christmas? Why do we get high on Christmas? Why do we eat pork on Christmas? Why do we lie on Christmas? If this is a day set aside to celebrate the birth of a righteous man, the Ten Commandments said, thou should not lie. And Jesus upheld the Ten Commandments that thou should not lie. Well, why do we lie to our children on December the 24th, teaching them a lie that Santa Claus is coming from the North Pole with gifts from Miss Claus and his elves with Rudolph the Red Nose Ranger leading the way, and our children go to bed thinking that Santa Claus is actually going to come and bring them gifts. And we keep this lie up and up every year until our children figure it out that it's a lie or we tell them it's a lie. But it's a lie. So how did lying become associated with the birth of a man that said you should know the truth and the truth shall set you free? You better think about that, family. So is it possible that Satan has deceived us in the name of Jesus? Is it possible that Satan has used the name of Jesus as bait to draw us into a celebration which is satanic by nature, satanic to its core? And everything anti-Jesus and against what Jesus has taught is Jesus being used as bait for a billion dollar holiday tradition that makes the merchants rich, keeps the poor poor and keeps you struggling and uh, with no money in your pocket. Is it possible that Satan has pulled a big time game on us in the name of Jesus, in the love of Jesus, in the celebration of Jesus? That's what we got to talk about. So I celebrate Christ, but I don't celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Christ every day, but I cannot celebrate materialism. I cannot celebrate the lying in the name of Jesus for Santa Claus. I cannot celebrate the drunkenness and the foolishness and the frivolity and the partying in the name of Jesus. Now, if you was praying on Christmas and fasting on Christmas and reading the word on Christmas and trying to be more of a righteous person and 
trying to measure your life up more by Jesus and trying to be more truthful to his commands on his birthday, uh, December 25th, then I can get with that, you know, because that's what I'm striving to do as a Muslim believer. I'm striving to pray. I'm striving to fast. I'm striving to be a righteous person. I'm striving to read and understand the word. But you can't tell me as a Muslim that I'm wrong for not participating in your Christmas holiday because you say it's the birth of Christ. But on the day of that you commemorate the birth of Christ, you're doing everything that's against Christ. You can't have it both ways, family. So <clears throat> this is getting ready to conclude part one of the topic of why I celebrate Christ, but not Christmas. And it'll get clearer as the days go by. I'm going to record this all the way up to December the 24th. I will not record on December the 25th because I don't want to be disrespectful. I have arguments and I have differences with the holiday of Christmas, but I do respect your right as a human being to participate in whatever you will. It's just my job to tell the truth. But on December the 25th, I will not record out of respect for your tradition and your right to practice your tradition, whether I think is right or wrong. So up to December 24th, I'm going to record and break this subject down and flesh this subject out so that you will understand that Brother Mustafa celebrates Christ, why he celebrates Christ, but he doesn't celebrate Christmas. And it has nothing to do with disrespect for Jesus Christ. I think the holiday of Christmas is a disrespect to Jesus Christ. And the way we have come to act a fool on Christmas is disrespect to Jesus Christ. So family, thank you for tuning in to this part one episode of why I celebrate Christ, but not Christmas. Be ready for part two. We're going to talk about that Christmas tree. We're going to talk about the Christmas lights. We're going to talk about the orgies and the parties that went on during that time. And we're going to have a good time. And again, this won't be a disrespectful message. It's just me putting on video why I have chosen not to participate in Christmas, why I will not celebrate that day, but I will celebrate Christ. And I encourage all of us to continue to celebrate Christ and to celebrate Christ correctly. So family, thank you for tuning in to the My Walk With Farrakhan podcast. Check us out on www.mywalkwithfarrakhanpodcast.com. Check us out on YouTube, all of our other episodes. Check out my book, My Walk with Farrakhan, my testimony and writings inspired by my life journey with my leader, teacher, and guide available on Amazon. Read that Final Call newspaper, 40 pages of truth and power coming to you. Look up and check out videos of the Office Lewis Farrakhan on YouTube or go to store.finalcall.com to get those messages by the Office Lewis Farrakhan and feed your mind and renew your mind and become a new person a new human being so family thank you peace my walk with farrakhan i bear witness to the man and his works believe that uh, my walk with farrakhan